0: Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Off day for the Hornets, but never an off day here on the HHC. Want to give you a special in-depth one-on-one interview with one of the Hornets young stars and hopefully future building blocks to this franchise. Bryce McGowan, second round pick out of Nebraska in the most recent NBA draft, started the season on a two-way contract. Now he has a full-time deal here in Buzz City. We'll talk to him about that process, who the first person he called was. We'll also talk about the process of working through his rookie season and some of his hopes for the future. Without further ado, let's welcome Bryce McGowan here to the Hornets Hivecast. Bryce, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, thank y'all for having me.
0: It's great to have you here. Your rookie season is starting to wind down now. A lot of things have been accomplished by you on the floor and off the floor. But first off, how does it feel now? Almost through your rookie campaign.
1: Uh, yeah, it feels great. You know, it's been a, a long season, but it, it it flew by quick. I feel like we were just in uh, training camp not too long ago. So, um, you know, it's been great. Just you know, learning every day, coming in, competing with a great group of guys, and. Um, You know, everybody just staying locked in to the end. I feel like we've we've come together down this uh, last stretch and, you know, we even more locked in than you know, we were. So um, I feel like we're coming together and, you know, we continue to just build and, and compete.
0: There's been a lot to bring you together, but some of those same things could also have driven you apart. All the injuries, that's basically been the storyline of the season. What about this team and the chemistry you've built has allowed you to overcome those injuries and continue to put forth the kind of efforts you do on a nightly basis and not be defeated by defeat?
1: Yeah, I feel like just a group of guys, you know, really just uh, staying encouraging, staying positive. It's an opportunity for, you know, different guys to step up and play more. And so injuries have been tough, you know, for us this year, Have everybody's seen. But um, I feel like, you know, we've done a great job just, you know, fighting through it and, you know, just continuing to play.
0: It's also brought upon opportunity for you. Obviously, it's not the way anyone would want to get on the floor, but you want to get on the floor. So did it happen faster? or in a more profound way than you thought it was going to in terms of getting your minutes in the NBA early in your career?
1: Yeah, so coming in, you know, of course, you never know, you know, how anything's going to happen. But from day one, it's just been staying ready. You know, you never know when your opportunity is coming and you never know when you're going to be on the floor. So um, just always being locked into, you know, every little aspect uh, of the game of basketball, you know, just staying prepared and staying ready.
0: Bryce, you're drafted as a second-round pick, and some teams, sometimes when a second-round pick is made, that person is slotted to go right into the NBA roster. Sometimes it's a draft-and-stash type of situation. Sometimes, like with you, the intent is to have you be a two-way contract player to start and spend a lot of time with the G League affiliate for the Hornets, in that case, Greensboro. What was the communication with you at the start of the draft process or as you were being selected about what the Hornets wanted from you and what you were expecting coming
1: into the league? Yeah, uh, I would really just say, you know, when I first got drafted, like I said, you you never know, you know, what's coming and it's a lot that goes into it and everything. So really just coming in every day and just trying to work as hard as I can and just learn and Just be a sponge, really. Um, Soak in everything off the court, on the court, and, you know, just try and bring it every day. I'm trying to improve and show coaches, uh, the players, like, you know, I can possibly be on the floor. Just soaking everything in and learning as much as possible and, and, and executing.
0: When you're signed as a two-way contract player, there's no guarantee that a year two is even going to be in the cards with the big league club or with the G League affiliate, either one. But you've been rewarded for your hard work with now a full-length, basically contract here with the Charlotte Hornets. What did that mean to you?
1: Uh, it means a lot coming in and getting converted from a two-way contract and signing a, a longer deal than you know I had. So you know it means a lot. I feel like. You know, it shows that, you know, the team, it believes in my growth and me as a person and a player. So, um, you know, I res- you know, respect them and thank them for giving me the opportunity, you know, to be here long term. Who was the first person you called when you got the news? I called my brother first. Yeah. So when when I was aware, uh, I called my brother and who's now with Long Island net. So, um, you know, I called him and he was super happy for me.
0: Take me through the conversation. What was Was he expecting it? Were you expecting it?
1: So, it was really, because I knew, you know, my games uh, were up, like, last game before All-Star Break. I knew it was up, so, you know, I never knew, like, what was kind of coming, and I was kind of just letting my people handle everything And uh, while I was in Greensboro at the time. So, um, then I got the news. Really, I just called him, and I was like, hey, big bro, you know, I got converted and stuff. You know, I told him the situation and the deal, and he was like, I'm super uh, happy for you. And I just thank him for, um, you know, really getting me to this point, you know, him being a big brother and... Uh, Him seeing everything and doing everything, you know, I just behind him watching. So, you know, I respect Trey for sure.
0: When you leave college as a one and done, you obviously have a lot of belief in yourself that you are going to make it as a professional. But as we talked about before, there there are no guarantees in the game. So seeing the belief in yourself be paid off, basically, with a, a long term deal. How fulfilling does that feel?
1: Uh, Yeah, it feels great, you know, just believing in myself, um, you know, just believing in my work, believing in the people around me for opportunities and, you know, just the man above, you know, really for, you know, just giving me the opportunity to play the game that I love and, you know, a lot of people love and don't have the opportunity to play at the highest level. So I make the most of it, you know, try to make the most of it every day, knowing that, you know, it's not guaranteed and, you know, just come in and work every day
0: Purchase necessary. <laughs> by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bryce McGowan's our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Bryce, in certain respects, signing that contract probably the end of one chapter, but it's a very early chapter in the story of your basketball life and your NBA career. You're still such a young player with a lot of room to grow. What are some of the things you want to work on here in these final 10 or so
1: games of the season? Uh, really just continue to like play the right way. When opportunity comes to score the ball, score the ball, and uh, really – for me, it starts on the defensive end because, you know, I feel like, you know, that gives me opportunity to be on the floor knowing they trust you and coverages and playing defense. So just really that and just trying to show different things leading into the summer, leading to next season. You know, hopefully we have a, a great season next season and as a team and in group. So really, really everything.
0: Bryce, you just mentioned some of the hopes for next season and a lot of teams that are in the vicinity of where the Hornets sit right now in the standings. They're in a, a building process or a rebuilding process where they don't necessarily know who some of the anchors of the organization are. Hornets in a very different situation. Injuries sidetracked this season more than anything. They were coming off a winning campaign the season before. Is there still the belief in the locker room? And I know you're new to the group in the sense that you weren't part of the team last year, but do you get the sense that there's that belief that this season went off the rails for things we can't control, but the things we are controlling, we're improving at?
1: Yeah, most definitely. I feel like, uh, you know, the group of guys we have, everybody wants to win. I feel like we have a winning group and, you know, that all buys in uh, every day, takes the time and, you know, just continue to work on their bodies off the court, you know, make sure they're ready to come prepared every day. So I feel like everybody's, you know, bought in to, you know, come in and compete every day and just controlling what we control. You know, injuries, you know, have hurt us this year, but um, I feel like we've come in and competed and, you know, stay hungry.
0: You don't have a lot to compare it to from the NBA level, but you have played under a former NBA head coach before, being at Nebraska under Coach Hoiberg. So, what has Coach Cliff been like to you, Head Coach Steve Clifford of the Hornets? How's that relationship been, and what's it been like playing under him as your first NBA head coach?
1: Yeah, um, you know, Coach Cliff, you know, he's a great guy. He's honest. He doesn't play around. But you know, he's on everything. You know. He's a, he's just a great coach, man. He's good people. Um, you know, he wants us to compete and I feel like uh, we've been doing that and just giving it our all and staying locked in. Uh, that's, that's really what he wants us to do. And, uh, just detail. Everything is detail with, with coach and just the little things, uh, you know, I feel like it can take you a long way with coach.
0: That's one thing that's very different college to pro college. There's obviously a lot of immersion in the basketball program, but you've got school, you've got other responsibilities off the court in the NBA. your Your job is to play basketball. And as you mentioned, Coach Clifford is as detailed as they come in terms of giving you all the information you could ever ask or want for in terms of scouting reports and game planning and whatnot. How has it been making the transition and keeping your focus throughout an 82-game season on all that detail game in, game out?
1: Well, I say I, I came in, like, prepared uh, a little bit, you know, having Coach Hoiberg as my coach, you know, him playing and coaching at the NBA level and, you know, having a couple guys on the staff uh, coach uh, on the NBA scene. So um, I feel like I was prepared, you know. Offensively, just running in like the different sets and coverages defensively, they helped me a lot um, to this next level. With Coach Cliff, you know, him being NBA coaching detailed as well, I feel like college going to Nebraska kind of helped me.
0: There's also going from college to pro where in college you were the guy, you were leading scorer, you were the one with the ball in your hands. Here in the NBA, you're playing off the ball. Sometimes there's offensive possessions or whole runs out there on the floor where you're not touching the ball. How's that adjustment been?
1: You know, really just playing the right way, not getting too caught up into that, just really doing whatever I have to do to stay on the floor. Uh, that's been the main thing, um, you know, just moving without the ball, getting teammates open, you know, off the ball, setting, you know, back screens or anything really just to stay on the floor, you know. it's It's been an adjustment, uh, definitely, but, you know, I've definitely learned uh, my role, you know, on this team uh, right now. With
0: injuries and absences, there's going to be probably some more minutes for you here in this final few weeks stretch of the season. What are some things individually you want to accomplish in your last 10 or so games of your rookie year?
1: Just continue, you know, pick up the intensity on the defensive end, offensive end. As a leader, you know, being here in the next couple of years and few years, um, just, you know, try to build that leadership uh, within the group and, you know, just compete, play my game, be myself out there.
0: Bryce, we greatly appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us yes today sir. here on the Hornets Hivecast.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Many thanks again to Bryce McGowan's for joining us, to our producer Rob Longo for putting this podcast together. Most of all, to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow, it'll be a game day edition of the HHC. We'll be getting you ready for Hornets versus the Philadelphia 76ers on St. Patrick's Day. That'll be tomorrow here on the HHC. Till then, for everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow for another edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.